If Disney's going to keep remaking all of their animated movies into live action films, somebody has to decide what the best one is. We got you covered. What's up, Story Geeks? It's Daryl Smith. On today's podcast, Disney superfan Brian Walter steps into the studio to take on Sandra Demas and Jay Shear in a nerd fight on the best Disney live action remake. This is our final episode in our Disney series. Be sure and check out last week's episode where we dug deeper into Inside Out. And now we're going to take a short break, but we'll be back in a couple of weeks with a brand new horror movie series. So don't miss that or any other feature episodes. Be sure to subscribe on your preferred podcast provider. For articles written by Ashley Pauls and Anthony Holder, and to access all of our premium content, including our aftercasts, visit thestorygeeks.com. On today's aftercast, the follow-up podcast to this one, we'll reveal the truth behind our favorite remakes and dive even deeper into these and several other Disney films. Thanks for listening. The Story Geeks podcast is produced by the Reclamation Society. Now let's fight like nerds over the best Disney live-action remake. Best Disney live-action remake. We're going to fight about it. I'm not going to fight about it. You guys are going to fight about it, and I'm going to judge you. Because <laughs> that's my like job. You do. <laughs> yes. And I had to fight last time, and I got my butt handed to me, so <laughs> I'm ready to relax and not have to fight. Well, well, oh, best Disney character. The best we did Disney a few character. Weeks ago. Yeah. yeah, that's right. That was devastating, yeah. dude. You think so? Was I right? Was Woody the you best were right. character? I, right? I mean, in recent times, for oh, sure. Dude, actually, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woody okay. should have won, <laughs> probably. Let's, okay, so Brian Walter is our guest. Welcome, Brian. Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yes. Um, I'll have you tell everybody where they can find you and stuff, but real quick, I just need to know, Woody, Donald Duck, or Cusco? Who's the best character? Oh, that's tough. I'm probably going to go with Woody. There we go. Yeah. Cusco's close second, though. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. I argued. Josh is never going to listen to our show again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, Donald's a great character. Donald is a fantastic character, but it's, I don't know, it's such an easy choice from nostalgia reasons. And some of those other characters are so much more uh, well-defined because they've mm-hmm. had to go through some real stories, whereas mm-hmm. Donald's not necessarily gone through a real story. But he's yeah. so angry, though. Like, let's get to the bottom of that. <laughs> yeah, he's got some trauma in his past. I don't know what Scrooge McDuck did. He's like, no, you're not getting a toy, Donald. And he's freaked out. Yeah. Anyway, I'm not bitter, and we're going to move on to this new fight. So so Brian Walter, tell everybody where they can find you, what you're up to, what are you all about? Yeah, well, I'm a geek. Um, If you want to check out my Instagram, it's uh, BrianWalter85. It's Brian spelled with a Y. And you can see some of my cosplay photos. I have a few different cosplays. Um, I crack whips because I love Indiana Jones. So you see some of my whip videos on there. Nice. Um, (laughs) And then just even some of like the pictures I take of Funko Pops and things along those lines. Sweet. Yeah. So love of geekdom. Pretty much. So I've seen your Indiana Jones. What are your other cosplays? Uh, I do Luke Skywalker from Return of the Jedi. Nice. Uh, I have a Lone Ranger one from the Lone Ranger remake Disney Ah. did. Okay. Yeah. uh, Alan Grant. uh, The other big one is uh, Owen Grady from Jurassic World. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. I actually got into the premiere of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom 
because a friend and I were at the we we're at the premiere waiting outside. Yeah. And uh, Colin Trevorrow comes by, and we're in our costumes. No and way. he loved it and gave us tickets to come in. So, yeah, dude, that's Co- amazing. Yeah. Cosplay pays off. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. That's awesome. Awesome. And then she hasn't said much yet, but Sandra's here with us too. Hi. Hi. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> what is your go-to cosplay, Sandra? I'm not much of a cosplayer. Uh, okay. I'm lazy <laughs> and fickle. You're not lazy. You just put all your effort into your daughter's cosplay. That's, That's true. true. We made yeah. her a, a bomb mech. It is a legit. A diva mech. It yeah. is legit. Yeah. 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 That was pretty fun. I was impressive with that. I, I buy know, all right? my stuff and put it together, but you actually made that, so good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Okay, well... We are going to fight over Best Disney Live Action Remake. Let me do a quick recap of how this game works. We will have three separate rounds, and in each of those rounds, you will each be given two minutes to argue your point for that round. And then after you've each had a chance to argue your points, we will go back and do one-minute rebuttals against each other. And that's where it can get nasty, and you can throw things. Just don't do it too loud. This is a (laughs) podcast. And... um, and then I will assign points. Best point gets th- uh, two points. Second best gets one point. Third, zilch. Nothing. <laughs> and then at the end of the round, the top two will go into the finals and compete head-to-head on my mystery question that will be revealed later. That's right. And whoever is eliminated before the final will actually have a big role to play in this, too. So Nice. And then whoever wins leaves with the belt. So the belt is currently in Denver, Colorado with Josh Taylor. <laughs> but he's being stripped of his title tonight. Wow. <laughs> You're speaking to my WrestleMania fan. That's little right, fangirl right. inside. Yeah, that's right. So, Okay. So really quickly, before we start arguing, just, uh, just give me the name of the movie. Nothing else. Brian, what are you arguing for? The Jungle Book. Okay. Sandra. Cinderella. And Jay? I, like, forgot for the longest time. I'm like, wait, what am I arguing? Aladdin. <laughs> Aladdin. <laughs> <laughs> I figured it out. <laughs> okay. So we're going to dive in with our first arguments. Sandra, you are going Ooh. to kick us off. Ladies first. All right. And I will put two minutes on the clock and go. Well, I'm going to say with Cinderella, it has the courage to not try to recreate the original, even with the music. So we don't have some of those iconic songs, but at, but that's okay. It's a more mature film. It gives more depth to the story. It expands upon the characters. Some of the superfluous characters in the animated feature um, aren't built upon. They aren't needed for the story. So we don't see Lucifer. We don't see too much of the, the stepsisters. It focuses on the key players and it's just great storytelling. We get some wonderful foreshadowing. I watched it again recently, and I was amazed at how there's foreshadowing throughout the film. For example, the one song that's woven throughout the film is the one that her mom sings, that Cinderella's mom sings. In the animated feature, we don't see the mom, and we see very little of the dad and the relationship. But in the um, live action, we do see more of the mom and the dad, and their relationship with Ella, which is her name before she gets turned into being called Cinderella. And we have this beautiful moment where the mom is singing and she says, when I am king, you shall be queen. And that's something that Cinderella sings. And that is actually what we end up seeing at the end of the film, that when Prince Charming becomes king, Cinderella becomes queen. And that's just one example of the wonderful foreshadowing we see throughout the film. And then even... Um, what we have in Cinderella's dress for the ball. She has 
it's a, a take on her mother's dress. So the fairy godmother um, recreates something that was very special to Cinderella and turns it into her own ball gown. And then even butterflies all around the dress. It's going back to the paper butterfly that her father gave her at the beginning of the film. And that's all surrounding her. And it's just a nod to how important her parents are and her motivation and what she's doing. Um, and that's and your time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I need like a loud, annoying, imposing buzzer. I wish I had one. Yeah, I should put a clocker <laughs> up on the wall. That'd be cool, too. Uh, okay. Brian, you are next. Are you ready? Um, well, I didn't prepare very much because I just, <laughs> I just found out about this about two hours ago. Which, but by the way, thank you. Which is yeah. literally it's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we exactly. had somebody else booked for the show, and uh, they had a last-minute complication come up, and Brian swooped in. That's right. So, yeah. yeah. That's right. So I'll, I'll give it a try. <laughs> hey, we'll see. Sometimes on the fly wins the day. Dude, I was so. preparing five minutes ago. <laughs> so. Are you ready? Yes. All right, well, um, I do want to focus on the story. I know that's a big part of this, but I do have to say the casting for The Jungle Book was just amazing. They had some great people in there. Uh, Bill Murray as Baloo, Ben Kingsley as Bagheera. Uh, I, both of them were just great uh, at what they did and the way they interacted with Mowgli. Um, but now focusing more on the story, uh, there's some really some good things in there. Um, I think kind of similar to what Sandra said, that they made it a little bit different, probably stuck a little bit more closer to... Uh, the animated one, but then they made some differences. Um, I really enjoyed that we got to see that there was a bit more of a personal conflict between Mowgli and Shere Khan. Uh, we got to see that, you know, it was his dad that burned him, and that, you know, we find out how Mowgli got there in the jungle. Um, another part, um, kind of skipping to the end of the movie, is that Mowgli stays there with his animal friends in the jungle, which I really appreciated. Because in the animated one, like, let's just be real, Mowgli bounces for some booty. <laughs> but he, he sticks with it on this one, sticks with his friends and what's important. Um, so I just really love that aspect of it, and that's where some of the changes are that I think were really positive. Um, another aspect uh, is just about the way the kind of laws of the jungle work and how people have respect for those and follow those. Um, there's a philosopher that I listen to. He once said, true community cannot exist without an agreed-upon set of values. And I think that we actually see a little bit of what that would look like if we had an agreed-upon set of values in this animal community. And then you got Shere Khan who comes in, and while he, um, he's obviously the villain, he respects and follows them, but he twists them a little bit. He manipulates things. And so he's kind of like you know, playing the game, but slightly playing his own game. I just find him to be a really interesting villain for doing that type of stuff. Um, and the other thing is uh, how we see Mowgli. Um, just typically you get, uh, you know, the hero is someone who's an outcast. They don't fit in and they have to learn how and to be. That themselves. is your time. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I hate to interrupt you like that, but I actually kind of enjoy it. So <laughs> I don't think we've had led off the show with two buzzers either. That's interesting. That's very interesting. That's true. We do tend to not use all of our time. I so didn't think I was going to. You so. guys are maximizing this yeah. really yeah. well. Yeah. I had to start record, like having my own timer. Just to make sure. Mm. Oh, you got it. See? Yeah. Pro level there. <laughs> now I will. Yeah. Okay. Jay, you ready? I'm ready. And go. All right. Well, I will say this. Of all the Disney live action remakes that have been done thus far, Aladdin is by far the funniest. By far the funniest. And I'll go on to say that the comedy actually matters more to the story 
in this live action remake than it does even in the original movie. So obviously Will Smith versus Robin Williams, <laughs> Will Smith loses. <laughs> Robin Williams is way funnier than Will Smith, but Will Smith is a fantastic choice in his own right because he's not quite as funny, but he actually plays, because he's not quite as funny, he actually plays as a better sidekick or better partner, um, secondary character for Aladdin to interact with and so therefore he's more embedded in the story and matters more to the story than the genie does even in the animated movie so the fact that will smith brings in a version of humor which is really funny and takes us and 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 allows us to kind of uh feel some cathartic moments through that humor through the rest of the movie um even though he's not as funny as the genie in the animated film it's still fantastic and hilarious you're stopping? Yeah. Wow. That's a, dude. That's a bold you move, like brother. just well, over <laughs> half your time. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I'd just like to point out that that's a pretty good point. And, you're you're uh, confident. No. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm good to go. <laughs> <laughs> I need to record my time so I know how much. Oh, I have to. Okay. So we have our initial arguments, and now we're going to go into our rebuttals for round one. So, Sandra, we're going to start with you, and you will have one minute on the clock, and then I will brutally interrupt you nice (laughs) (laughs) so are you ready yep hit it okay so for aladdin um i will say that will smith did the best that he could there was no way he can reach robin williams level of humor and um so you know he he did what he could it wasn't i think as funny as the original um and even though the humor was still there i don't think that it was more important than the story um, because humor, you're not there necessarily for that. You're there for a good story. Um, Concerning Jungle Book, absolutely the casting was amazing. I feel like the story was lacking and I think that what Mowgli did in the animated feature and him leaving, yeah, it's like it's for booty, but they could have done a better (laughs) job having him leave still and having him be transformed to finally accepting who he is as a man um, versus being in this place where they were still trying to limit him and his tricks, as they called it. Okay. That's your time. Um, Brian, you are up next. Are you ready? Uh, no, but... <laughs> <laughs> Let's do, do you it, want me to so. stop asking you if you're ready? Cause <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe just say go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. All right, well, um, I have to admit I did not see Aladdin. Um, and so instead of going at Cinderella, I'm just going to kind of strengthen the case for Mowgli. Um, and that is in the point that uh, he is a good character because he's like kind of this misfit where they're trying to make him be one of the animals fit in with who's there. But he um, he doesn't quite do that. And usually you'd expect that person to like like discover who they really are and they just live that out. But what's interesting about Mowgli as the hero is that he learns the rules of the jungle and continues to respect them and abide by them. But he uh, learns to adopt his tricks and be who he really is and with the mix of what he's learned from the jungle. So it's not one or other. You actually get both of them, which I think is really interesting. You don't see very often. Mm. Um, and it even shows out in how he um, gets through the conflict. But then even at the end of the movie, they're doing the race one more time. And that's when he embraces who he is along with what he's learned of the jungle and wins the race against the wolves at the very end. Okay. Few seconds to spare there. Well done. All right, Jay. All right. You ready to rebut? I'm ready. Go for it. All right. So the first thing I'd say is that yeah, Mowgli is 
cool and all, but I think you made the better point you made was the casting because the rest of the characters are far more fascinating than Mowgli. Um, and especially because in the original film, I think Mowgli is more interesting. N- nothing against the kid. He's a great actor. But Mowgli is more interesting in the original film, and he kind of loses interest amongst this amazing cast that they have around him. Um, and then for Cinderella, yeah, it kind of changes. <laughs> but it's still pretty, like, right on to the story. And I feel like in a, in, in a, lot, in a large degree for Cinderella, especially as we look into a post- turn of the millennium movie it doesn't seem like the right disney film to remake unless you're going to significantly overhaul it so i don't feel like they went far enough with their overhaul to make it more uh adaptable and more on point for what we should see in movies today okay my goodness (laughs) it is hard to keep up and take all these notes but (laughs) daryl's over there if you're like Click, 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 click. Yeah, have you ever seen the, the, the cat at the computer meme? That's Daryl. <laughs> Is that, yeah, I'm just going nuts. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I need to give out some points here. Oh, gosh. Everybody always says, this is so hard, this is so hard. But it is because I just took all this information in, and now I have to make sense of it and turn it around <laughs> so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So... I said at the beginning of this that sometimes on the fly wins the day. <laughs> and in this case, that's that's going to be the case. I'm oh, going to wow. give two points to Brian. Wow. Oh, snap. And, <laughs> and um, it has to do with, um, like you said, the complexity of how they changed Mowgli. I like that argument. I like that I think this might be the first time we've ever had a philosopher quoted in a nerd <laughs> fight. <laughs> that's a good move. Yeah. So, so that was well done there. So... I'm going to give you the two points. All right. Um, and now which one of my friends over here am I going to disappoint? Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry, Jay. I'm going to give it to Sandra. Because here's why. Daryl uses other nerd fights he moderates as revenge against I me. I do not. In previous nerd fights. I do not. I call shenanigans. Let the, let the man talk. He I, has I think he's making it. great points this evening. Yes. <laughs> I see how this is going to go right now. If you'd shut up for two seconds, I'll give you my rationale. <laughs> Let's hear it. Um, you both made really good initial arguments. Um, and you both completely shut. Uh, you shut her down with your rebuttal with your rebuttal you kind of said something he already said but i also liked your arguments the best initially because now i have i haven't seen cinderella so i don't know who's right or wrong about (laughs) how different the live action version really is (laughs) but your your specifics about the mom and how the mom's not in the animation and stuff like that 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 intrigued me and that Mm -hmm. felt like there was some added depth there so i'm gonna give you the one point so our current standings are Sandra with one point, Brian with two points. Yay. Yay, buddy. And Jay with <laughs> lots of room to grow. Boo. Oh, <laughs> it's a growth opportunity, Boo. Jay. Embrace it. <laughs> I wanted to hear the collective groan of our fandom. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure they're not behind me. Don't be bitter. <laughs> be better. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's how this stuff goes. Yes. <laughs> it's okay. All right. So we're going to move into round two. And again, we will start with two minutes on the clock for initial arguments. This time, we are starting with you, Brian. And I'm not going to ask you if you're ready, because okay. we've been <laughs> down that path. 
and I know you're just going to be angry at me. So okay, <laughs> no, and remind kidding. me since it's my first time, is there anything <laughs> specifically focused on for round two, or is this it's up to you? Up to you. You get to pick it. You get to pick whatever you think makes your argument the best. Yeah, oh, man. Whatever you think you can get convince Daryl to give you two more points. It's <laughs> really what it is. Yeah, exactly. It's really have what a nice it is. smile. Yeah. <laughs> okay, two minutes on the clock, and here we go. Okay, well, I think I gave most of my good arguments in the last round, so <laughs> <laughs> let's see how this goes. But uh, yeah, so I want to like really focus on uh, Blue and Bagheera uh, for this round, just being two different mentors that speak into Mowgli's life and his journey. Uh, but coming from different sides. And I think it really kind of wraps up what it's like growing up in a very short time because you have uh, Bagheera, who's basically the dad. Um, You know, you got that parental figure that shares so much, but you have the rebellious child that never really wants to kind of like listen to it, uh, that they want to find their own way, find their own adventures, things along those lines. And then you come into Baloo, who is that fun, crazy kid you meet like in junior high or high school that encourages (laughs) you to do things you shouldn't be doing, things your parents told you not to do, and just gets him into trouble. But Blue, you know, he's he's been around a few times. He he know he knows the streets in a way, <laughs> um, and so he kind of teaches him some things that you know he can embrace. And it's really Mowgli learns to embrace his tricks um, and his humanity because Blue sees the value in that. Um, and so I think that the fact that he has these two different mentors speaking in from different sides, and it's comparable to what we see in real life between what you learn from your parents compared to what you learn from like your friends or people at school or. Uh, the workplace, whatever, uh, really helps him to grow who he is. So I just think it's just such a great coming-of-age story that really has like all these different elements that we all face in life all put into these different animals in the jungle. Okay. Awesome. Jay, you are next. Yeah. Basically, Brian was like, legacy, Daryl. And Daryl's like, oh. <laughs> Excellent choice. He doesn't know that about me. <laughs> Excellent choice. All right. You just gave him a tool for round three, so way to go, buddy. <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready? You give me my two, uh, give sorry, me my two minutes. Sorry, I was my coffee. Yeah, I'm it. ready. You ready All to right. go? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm good to go. Go. So one of the things I think that is really fascinating about Aladdin is that a lot of times you would expect a live-action remake of an animated movie to be a little bit smaller, maybe more character-driven than the original animated movie. But what's crazy about Aladdin is that the live-action remake is bigger and and more brilliant and does more big things than even the animated movie does, Um, which is sort of an insane thing to do. We have giant dance numbers. I mean, bigger dance numbers than you see in the animated film with really complex choreography. I mean, Sandra's got to be on board with with all that. (laughs) Um, And and fantastic music. The, The action sequences, a lot of action sequences in animated films are kind of like just kind of fun and and adventuresome but they're not really that interesting um the action sequences in aladdin are like you're watching an action film and no no doubt because it's guy Ritchie, um (laughs) which is a dangerous choice by the way but turns out to be awesome uh so you have these giant dance numbers you have these giant musical productions um you have really interesting visuals and this is this makes the movie and the story even bigger and broader than the original animated movie it was based on and that is a crazy thing to do in a live action remake. Cool. Yeah. All right. Man, you guys are being efficient with your time. You both were <laughs> under a minute and a half there. Yes. So, 
Sandra, are you ready for your next point? Yes. Can you okay. do it in under a minute and a half? Yeah, absolutely. You don't have to. <laughs> you don't have to. I can do it in two. Use your two minutes. All right, go. Okay, so I want to just kind of rebut the idea that Cinderella is an antiquated story, not appropriate for a time that we have, where we are today. At the very end of the film, it says, just as when she was a child, Ella saw the world not as it is, but as it could be. If only you believe in courage and kindness and occasionally just a little bit of magic. And my goodness, we are in such a time where we need to see the world in, the, uh, in its full potential, not where it is, but where it can be. Um, so what we see in Cinderella is she is much deeper than she was in the animated feature. She has a better love story with Prince Charming. She meets him ahead of time. Um, they get to know each other in, in a, a quick way, but they get to know each other. And then she meets the father, and she gets to know what his struggle is um, in really trying to expand upon the kingdom. And so she sees Prince Charming struggle with that as well. Um, we see her motivation because in the animated feature, why the heck does Cinderella stay in that house? But we see her motivation that she promised her mother and her father to really take care of the house. That's where her family was so happy. And that's why she stayed. And we get to see that in the live action. We don't see that in the animated feature. We see a better love story and we see a much clearer motivation for Cinderella, whereas we didn't get that in the animated feature. And you stayed under a minute and a half, too. Nice. It's a trend. All around. Nice. It's a trend. It's, it's a, trend. a trend. I guess we just need to lower the time for all the Maybe. rest of the episodes to come. No, we're probably not going to do that. All right, Brian, it's time for your one-minute rebuttal. Okay. Or 30-second rebuttal, if we want to keep <laughs> the trend yeah. going. Whatever you want to do. Whatever, whatever you want to do. do. So uh, here we go. Go for it. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to attack Jay a little bit on this one. Yes, attack. Um, <laughs> and I just have to say that, uh, I, I, like I said, I have not seen Aladdin. But at this point, I'm not really encouraged to watch it. <laughs> I'm probably just going to wait for Disney+. Plus, Because um, everything you're saying about it, you really have to compare it to the animated one. And it's so much comparison. And it doesn't seem like this movie can actually stand on its own. Uh, unlike, I think, The Jungle Book, this one... It doesn't matter if you've seen the original animated one, like this movie, the story, uh, you know, it might have its weak points, but um, I think there's enough communicating there that it stands on its own. It can be its own movie without the animated one. Uh, with Cinderella, uh, now if it goes to Sandra, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with a lot of things you're saying, but however, I feel like it was a bit dry in some points. And that one, it was a great thing. You learn a lot from Cinderella while you're watching it. But at the end of it, you kind of feel good, but that's it. You just feel good. It doesn't. It's not something you want to revisit a lot of times. That you want to. It doesn't have that kind of. That's uh, your time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Sandra, are you ready for your rebuttal? Ooh, all right. Yes. Is it me first or Sandra? First? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't care if you're ready for your rebuttal. Cool, because I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> you got Jay, time now. Thank you for keeping me on track yeah. there. I would like to go third on the rebuttals, but I want to maintain my integrity. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Go. All right, so first up, Brian, I know Baloo knows the jungle, but nobody knows the streets like my boy Aladdin, the diamond in the rough, dude. <laughs> the street rat, that's my boy. Uh, it is a, it, I would say, in criticism of Jungle Book, which I love, 
it of the three movies we're talking about, it is the least of of the live action remakes because you've got one character that's not CG, and pretty much everything else is a giant CG fest, which is kind of what we got in the original movie when it was animated. Um, and then Sandra, I agree, it does give Cinderella better motivation. But to Brian's point, it's super boring. He said it nice, <laughs> but it's super boring. <laughs> and I will also say this. At the end of the day, even though it gives her better motivation, it's still basically about a damsel in distress who has to look pretty and take care of a house. <laughs> That's still what it is. I rest my case. That and you're so savage. bitter about that being yeah. your existence <laughs> that you don't want to watch him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to see myself on screen again with hair. <laughs> All right. Okay. So I need to not award points yet. I am not keeping up with myself here. <laughs> Sandra, we you get to do Sandra. your rebuttal. Hey, if you want to skip Sandra, hey. we can skip. I think so she's going to lose distress. track of this stuff. I think she's going to come back at me pretty hard, and I don't want to ha- experience it. Yeah, you should probably move move away a little I'm bit. I'm actually going to agree she with She can reach DJ. you. Right now, so. <laughs> you ready? Yes. Okay. Go for it. All right, so I totally agree with you, Jay. Absolutely, the music and the dancing was fantastic. Um, Speechless was, I think, the highlight of the film, Um, and it's a secondary character. It's not Aladdin. I didn't come for the music and the dancing. I wanted a good story. The music and the dancing was great, but it wasn't a good story, I think. Um, Going to Jungle Book, you're right again. It is a giant CG fest. Um, I think that Baloo's motivation was confusing. And I think that um, going to the the great, great cast, Christopher Walken was severely underutilized. He was a very strange, angry villain. Whereas as King Louis, Christopher Walken could have been an absolutely fantastic kooky villain. That's where he lives. And he didn't utilize that. He wasn't able to utilize that. So he was this angry villain. Um, So I think it was just the casting was underutilized. Uh, Oh, wow. Perfect timing. I was about to stop you, but you stopped. (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Okay. Points for round two. I might as well pack my bags. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Will I even be presenting a third I mean, if Brian argument? takes this, we should feel really we're bad. We're in trouble. Yeah, we're in trouble. Just never prepare again. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, Jay, you're going to get two points on this one. Oh, wow. So stop accusing me of hating you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my favorite movie is? Oblivion. <laughs> not mine um, no the reason for that is and Brian I know you rebutted against this but just the whole idea of it being bigger and better than the original that speaks to me because I'm going to say something very controversial right now Yeah, I don't like Aladdin <laughs> yeah, I, I don't like I know, the I've animated heard you movie that before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. my son loves it that's very yeah. frustrating <laughs> I don't like it yeah um, but you actually made me a little bit more interested in seeing the live action version, which I have not. So, um, I know Brian, you rebutted against that, but he still got me on it. So hmm. I'm going to give him the two <laughs> points there. And then, um, oh gosh, 
I'm feeling pretty nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've gone in some nerd fights with like never getting two points. So yeah. you're already good to go, uh, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, I think I am going to give the other point to Sandra. Oh. Sorry. Uh, 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 uh. Um, We're tied now, all of us. Oh, gosh, you are. Oh, yeah. Yes. Oh. Three way tie headed into round three. See? Oh, She's keeping score man. better than I am. <laughs> um, but uh, I like the comment that Cinderella is not an antiquated story mm-hmm. because, again, that's probably one of the things that keeps me from watching it because I'm like, I feel like I know that story. I feel uh, like I understand yeah. it. Um, and the whole thought of why in the world does she stay in that house, right. I like the explanation for that as well. So. So there we go. So, yeah, after two rounds, it is a complete across-the-board <laughs> tie. <Yeah. laughs> also, before we go into round three, I, w- I do want to say one thing. One of the things that's really hard is that we all pretty much like or love the movies that we're talking about generally. Mm-hmm. So well. if you want to hear us talk about it more, you have to listen to the aftercast. Yeah. Because when you get to hear us not have to, to go after things right. that we actually really <laughs> like, um, we do that because it's fun and we're trying to win a fight. But you should listen to the aftercast because yeah. we go into more detail on that. I also didn't prepare for that because I didn't know about it. Oh. But so, it's going to be fun. Yeah, yeah you might That's win. I okay. might win the aftercast. Yeah. You, can't, <laughs> you can't lose the aftercast. That's right. not possible. Yeah, so, exactly. There's we no all competition win. involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but speaking of things you can lose, here comes round three. <laughs> so this time, Jay, you get to go first. Okay. So are you ready to go I, with your third I argument? I am ready. All right. Hit it. So... What I love about Aladdin, which is what Sandra has been talking about with Cinderella, and I think this movie does it better, is that it builds on the original story. So the only issue I have with the new live-action remake of Aladdin is that it's called Aladdin. Because, honestly, it should be called Jasmine. If you've seen the movie, you understand that this movie doesn't end the same way that the original movie ends in any way, shape, or form. It actually focuses way more on the character of Jasmine and how Jasmine is taking over for her father and actually learning to run, not like Cinderella, perhaps becoming a queen, but actually taking over the entire kingdom and becoming the ruler of that kingdom. Um, And I think that that is really important as it relates to when we're doing remakes because we don't want to just see the same thing rehashed over again um and when we see them move the story forward for a different audience and a different time i think that that makes it more interesting because they've already made it bigger it's more thrilling and then we have this more uh applicable storyline to today's environment and we encourage people to live out their full best selves given what, given how the world has changed and evolved since the original came out. So they don't just regurgitate the same story. They've really updated it. Um, and it's, I think, a more interesting live-action remake because of it. Okay. Again, with a minute and a half. Yeah. All right, Sandra, you are up next. Are you ready to go? Yes. Okay. okay. Go for it. So something that I love about this Cinderella film, it doesn't have to have big dance scenes. It doesn't have to have um, a focus on a different character other than the title character. It focuses on Cinderella, and it gives such a strong theme. Aladdin doesn't come close to giving a theme. Jungle Book, if you want to recite that big old long law, there's no real theme there. 
but Cinderella's is concise. Have courage and be kind. And she talks about that, and her mother talks about that um, throughout the film, and that is absolutely her motivation, and she's trying so hard to have courage and be kind. And she talks, too, about the power and the magic of words. So the words that the stepmother uses against Cinderella, and she says, you shall not go to the ball. In that moment there, it can mean nothing if you don't pay attention to them what the fairy godmother says. After she dresses her up and she changes all the characters, she says, for you shall go to the ball. And it's this importance of the the power that we have when we're speaking to people that we can either turn them to ashes like they do with Cinderella and her stepsisters and her stepmother. They turn her to ashes. But someone else is there, the fairy godmother and the memory of her parents to bring her back to who she truly, truly is and get her back to that focus of having courage and being kind. And she did so much to be kind. And what they did with the stepmother, they did show that she had grief and she married for love. She lost her husband. So now she married for money and for her stepsisters, excuse me, for her daughters. And that failed as well. And she was so heartbroken that her new husband still loved his first wife and still said, take care of this home because your mother is the essence of this home. She was heartbroken, but she wasn't fully redeemed. And I like that they let her have a story, but they didn't fully redeem her. Okay. Right under time there. Good job. Sandra just dropped her mic. <laughs> in studio. You can't so see those it. are pretty expensive. It's by broken. The way. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. Brian, third argument. And okay. go. All right. Well, I actually want to start off with a little bit of a rebuttal to the rebuttals. And that was that. <laughs> I was told we were going to be talking about the stories here, and their rebuttals have been ragging on the CGI fest. <laughs> so I just want that on record. Um, and if we are going to go that route, I just want to say that John Favreau did a great job at directing that film, and especially directing the kid that played Mowgli. For him to convey that type of emotion, that type of excitement, uh, that type of fun, all those feelings and everything was just him and John in a big green screen studio. <laughs> um, so I think there was something accomplished there. Uh, but to the story of the Jungle Book, I believe this really shows you how um, the importance of relationships and friendships and being willing to help others out that we see in this movie. Um, as I said, uh, you know, Mowgli learns a lot from Bagheera and he learns to respect the elephants. Well, later on, the baby elephant, when it's trapped in the hole, no one else is going to go in there, but Mowgli knows it's the right thing to do. So he goes there, he approaches them with respect, he bows down, he gets in there, uses one of his tricks again, gets the baby elephant out. And then that, in turn, later on, the elephants do the right thing to help them out, putting the fire out at the end of the movie. Um, So I think it just really conveys so much about um, respecting others, uh, caring for other people, you know, really maintain those relationships, those friendships, and using your abilities to better the community that you have. Okay. I'm making one quick little note here. Sorry about that. Okay. <clears throat> so now it's time for rebuttals, right? I'm not screwing it that is. up again. Yes. <laughs> okay. Time for rebuttals. Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. Jay's raring to go. You ready? Oh, man, I think so. <laughs> Just oozing I'm actually, confidence I'm a little right nervous now. this time because <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, yeah. y'all were savage on the last one. <laughs> I know, it's true. It's true. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. And go. Okay. 
Uh, I think that what Sandra had to say was really beautiful. It really described the film really well. I think that it talks about how it how it impacts the characters. I love her comments about the power of words. I think that that is all fantastic. It was well said, um, really fascinating. It's just a bummer that the movie is so boring and it's conveying to that <laughs> message. But I will say that in regards to John Favreau, I'm glad you brought John Favreau up because I think if we're all just being honest with ourselves, Jungle Book was just a rehearsal for John Favreau to be able to make the Lion King <laughs> when it comes down to it and just make it entirely CG and not worry about live actors at all. Wow. <laughs> that was hateful. What? It was hateful. Isn't that what you were going for? No. Oh. No, I never go for hateful on this show, unless it's about the MCU. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm teasing at the joke. Nick Nick knows it's a joke. I'm, I take I tease Nick all the time. All right. Sandra, it is your turn for rebutting. Are you ready to rebut? Yes. How many different ways can I say rebut? <laughs> it's fun to say. <laughs> I'm sorry. You ready to go? Yes. Okay. Go. Okay. I agree, Jay, um, that um, Aladdin should have been called Jasmine. In fact, I'd go so far as to say it should have been called Why Jasmine Don't Need No Man Because Aladdin Be Skeezy <laughs> Tricking Her and Lying to Her Throughout the Whole Movie. Um, and lying even to the genie by not even wanting to save him. So he's kind of a sketch character. Um, Concerning Cinderella being queen, you have no respect for monarchies, mister, because <laughs> being a queen is no small task. Um, with Jungle Book, I feel like the plot holes, like that dry-ass tree not catching fire, like that should have caught fire in the end, but it didn't. Um, and Baloo, 100% Lady Mowgli gets stung, just using him to get all that honey, and then for no reason in particular, he walks away. Baloo walks away from all of that honey. Now, all of a sudden, he's noble. And again... Christopher Walken was underutilized. He's the Cuba Gooding Jr. For, to Pearl Harbor. That's Christopher Walken <laughs> in Jungle Book. That's it. I agree with that, actually. <laughs> the Cuba Gooding Jr. to Pearl Harbor. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I will admit I didn't know Cuba Gooding Jr. was in Pearl Harbor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you got to watch Team America to really remember that Cuba <laughs> Gooding Jr. <laughs> was in that. Okay, Brian, this yeah. is the final rebuttal. Okay. And it's yours. You get the last word. Well, I guess technically I get the last word, but <laughs> for now you get the last word. You ready? All right. Yeah, I let's let's try this. All right. <laughs> Go for it. Okay, well, first off I just have to say to Sandra, language. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. Come on. Uh, but as far as Cinderella goes, um, you know, I I love the uh, that theme of the movie and all the words that were said. Um, but you like you said they didn't go big, no big dance numbers or anything, not flashy. And I think it's because they played it safe. And I think they played it so safe that that's why, you know, Jay finds it boring. That's why I found it to be a bit dry and somewhat forgettable. Uh, to Jay, you said that uh, um, Jungle Book was rehearsal for The Lion King. I don't think it was that way. I actually think that uh, John did such a great job with The Jungle Book that they believed he could do Lion King. And I think he was more kind of pushed into that than he actually wanted to. Um, I think he, he accomplished something so great with the Jungle Book that they didn't really expect it, and that's why The Lion King came from that afterwards. Okay. Oh, boy. Can you There's edit in a couple minutes here so I can think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. There's what were you going to say? I was going to say there was uh, one point I thought they were going to bring up against the Jungle Book 
and I was afraid of it, and they wait, never wait, did it. Wait, wait, don't oh. do it yet. Save, Save it for the, the aftercast. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Push for the aftercast. Or be there. If, if you make it to the finals, yep. it might get brought up there, yep. too. So. Oh, that's true. That's so true. let's hold on. Hold on to it. Don't reveal your card yet. So you're saying I'm making it to the finals, though? I didn't say <laughs> that. <laughs> that was my take <laughs> <laughs> I have not made that decision yet. <laughs> um, talk amongst yourselves. Give me a minute to make that decision. <laughs> I'm just impressed. I'm impressed that Brian comes in. He's yeah. like, we asked him to do this like an hour ago. And he's like, I have no arguments. And he just comes in, just dropping mics everywhere. Thank you. It's totally ridiculous over here. Yeah, I'm just to be on. I had a beer and I just kind of blacked out. <laughs> yeah. Also, Light by the way, weight. I'm glad that Sandra is the one that cussed because I said that I wasn't going to cuss in the Disney series. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to swear. I was like, so that kids could listen. I'm in a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> I still cussed last episode, anyways, man. I didn't mean to. You're... No. It wasn't a bad one, though. It wasn't a bad one. Yeah, you said yeah. damn. Yeah, I did. Ooh. <laughs> I did. You evil man. Was it this was about beavers? Bad. Huh? Beavers. <laughs> <laughs> no, this wasn't. <laughs> uh, no, this was about this was about this sadness about staying in her hydroelectric circle. engineering. I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. This is about turbines. How turbines were used Wonderful. in, I love in it. the world of uh, Inside Out. I don't remember when, why you said it. And I listened to that episode this morning. No, I said it because uh, I said uh, sadness needed to stay in her damn circle. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways. There it is. Yeah. So now I said it again. You, you made me say it again. Okay. All right. So I'm going to make two people real happy, and I'm going to make one person unhappy. Uh. I apologize to that one person. All right. I'll <laughs> see you guys later. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, getting the two points... Um, so please shut up about me being biased is Jay. <laughs> yes! Wow. I'm yes. going to say you're biased. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I like, uh, I like the call out that the movie should be, fo- should be called Jasmine, not Aladdin. I haven't seen it, but again, that makes me more interested to see it. Mm. So, and then Sandra supported you on that point later on when she was supposed to be arguing against you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then I'm going to give the one point to Brian. Oh! Oh, Oh, man. Hater! (laughs) And here's why. Thanks for the invite, Sandra. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) Two reasons. He said two things in his argument and his rebuttal that I desperately wanted to hear him say because they were in my heart, and I can't act on what's in my oh. heart. I can only <laughs> act on what's said, and he said them. Um, he, he fought against you guys for accusing the Jungle Book of being a CGI fest. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and he shot down the ridiculous accusation that the Jungle Book is a <laughs> rehearsal for the Lion King. <laughs> Come on. I'm not going to argue that. I want to keep my two points. Yeah. <laughs> so going into the finals is going to be Jay and Brian. And um, Sandra is going to help me determine that winner. So we're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back That's right. and have the With finals. The question. Yeah. What's up, Story Geeks? You know how much I care about storytelling, and I'm really excited because the story I co-wrote with Nathan Sheck, the time travel novel Time Slingers, is now available on Amazon.com. Reviewers are calling Time Slingers a fast-paced, fun read 
and I'm really excited to share it with you. Time Slingers is available in print as an audiobook and on the Kindle. And for a limited time, the Kindle version is only 99 cents, but that won't last forever. Go pick up the time travel novel that a Writer's Digest judge called Trailblazing and went on to say that it had a place in literary history. I don't know about all that, only time will tell, but I do think you'll really enjoy it. It has a four and a half out of five stars from 40 plus Amazon reviewers. Timeslingers is also great for young readers, so don't hesitate to buy a copy for your kids, probably 10 and above. Need a good read? Head over to Amazon.com and search for Timeslingers or click the link in the show notes. Okay, I'm ready to reveal my moderator question. But before I do, I want to do a quick look back at something that Sandra was talking about during our break because it's going to help inform the question. Oh, really? So, Sandra, you were talking about why the story of Cinderella speaks to you Mm -hmm. and why it mattered to you and why it felt important while you were watching it. Right. So just say that stuff again real fast. Well, I think it's not just important to me. I think it's important to our culture when we think of a president who uses words to obliterate people consistently. We think of other people on social media and this keyboard courage to destroy and cancel people. Um, Cinderella talks about the power of words, and she says when her stepmother and stepsisters call her Cinderella, that they turned her to ashes. And so she articulates that their words had power to harm her. And then we see that the fairy godmother redeems that by erasing those words. And really, Cinderella has the courage then to tell the stepmother, I tried to be kind to you. And she did. She tried. But at the end, it was just like a hopeless cause with the stepmother. But the theme of the power of words, that's so important today when we see how people behave on social media as if they're not talking to another human on the mm-hmm. other end. And then in schools, you know, kids with bullying, face-to-face bullying. Yeah. Um, we should understand as a culture the power of our words and how we can destroy or uplift each other. Cool. Okay. So you heard a lot of great reasons there why Cinderella is a great story. What you didn't hear in there was any comparison to the animated version whatsoever. Mm. So that's where we're going to go with the moderator question. Mm. So a lot of the arguments during the show had to do with why the live-action version is better than the animated version. And that's great, because this was a live-action remakes episode. But for the moderator question to, f- to finish this off, I want to hear you guys argue for your movie as if it was not a remake. As if this was the first time this story was ever being told and sell it to me as an original story. Nice. I like it. Cool. So for the moderator question, the way we determine who goes first is whoever got the most points gets to decide who goes first. In this case, Jay, that is you. So are you going to go first or second? Well, because Brian is brand new to the nerd fights, I'm going to ask him what he wants to do. So I'm going to let okay. him decide. He's what giving up the right to choose. I'm Brian, giving you up the do? right to choose. You know, I think I'll go first since the, right. the thoughts are fresh in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so just like the other rounds, you've got a two-minute argument initially. You ready? I am. Okay, hit it. All right. Well, I think what's helping to benefit me is that just uh, quickly, I haven't seen the animated Jungle Book in a really long time. So I haven't had to worry about making comparisons. I don't remember it that well. That being said, I think the, uh, the remake, the live action one, um, it, like I said before, it's this great coming of age story. 
uh, with the mentors, with the influences that Mowgli, um, you know, has in his life. And the big thing that I think it really comes down to, though, is Mowgli having to make his own choices. And when he even tries to do the right thing, it has a negative consequence. And he has to learn how to work through that consequence and uh, the huge mistake that he just made. Um, and basically what I'm referring to is when he grabs the fire to go fight Shere Khan and just practically burns down almost the entire jungle, that he was doing the right thing to save his community, to save himself, and ended up causing such destruction. And I know I've done that. Uh, literally, I've burned things down before. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Talk but, about then, that in the aftercast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, but what it comes back to is that um, that respect in that community is that as he has caused this havoc in the jungle, the elephants are the one out of respect for Mowgli, respect for the others in the community. They come and they let the water loose. They're the ones that save the day. And so I think it just shows a lot that we all make mistakes. We have to learn to make our own choices. We make mistakes. We have to deal with those consequences. But if we really value community, uh, relationships, and our friendships, other people will be there to help us up. And we have to do that for other people. All right. Mm. Okay, Jay, are you ready with your argument? I am, yeah. Okay. Brian went early on his time, so... I did live up to that. The pressure's on. I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, go for it. Okay. I actually respect the live-action remakes that tend to focus on the same story, but from a different character's perspective, more so than just the straight-up remakes. Um, because, like, like, for example, Maleficent, I think, is not technically a remake, um, but it explores somebody else's story in the same context, not quite the same context in that film. I wish that uh, the marketing people behind Aladdin had had the courage to name it Jasmine and not just try and get people to the theaters because it was called Aladdin. So in, in this film... We have this transition moment that happens probably about halfway through the film, and that is a focus from being on Aladdin, just like we focused on him in the animated film, to then focusing on Jasmine's journey and how all of the events of the film are affecting her and impacting her character development. And the reality is is that that's a fascinating story because she's supposed to be the one that is learning to take over the kingdom. She's the one that's supposed to start ruling Agrabah and take over for her father. And she's living in this very patriarchal society where she can't even leave the, the palace without having, you know, surrounded by guards and stuff. So when she sneaks off in the beginning of the film, it's impactful. So I look at this and I go, what they did with the story was really interesting because it didn't rehash the same thing. It led us down a new path. It explored Jasmine's character in more depth. I think that's really fascinating. I wish they would have leaned into that even more by calling the film Jasmine, but I appreciate the fact that we can take a great story and look at it from a completely different point of view, one that is actually really meaningful, especially in today's world. Okay. And now we are going to do final rebuttals. Brian, are you ready to go? I really don't like this part. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give it a shot. Okay, go for it. Uh, Yeah, well, it just seems like they really had to take Aladdin and focus it on a different character. And I think it's actually a mistake then that they didn't name it Jasmine if that's who the movie's focusing on. Um, But I think they were much more broad with the Jungle Book 
that, you know, it is Mowgli's story. And like I said, we see a lot of his coming of age. Uh, but they really do focus on on other characters and seeing growth in them. Uh, Baloo being one of them, being kind of the uh, the selfish swindler in the beginning that's just trying to get Mowgli to help him achieve what he wants, but then comes to a place of loving him and protecting him and even being willing to lay down his life almost to protect Mowgli. Uh, the same thing with Shere Khan that we actually learned some of his backstory about why this conflict is so personal to him. Um, so I think it's just really entertaining that uh, even though it's Mowgli's story, we get a lot more into some of the other characters and how they play into this larger community. Okay. All right. A few seconds to spare there. Well done. All right, Jay. Final rebuttal. All it's right. all yours. You ready? ready to go? Yeah. Go for it. So I think if you compare the two films that are still on the table, I think what they did with Jungle Book was they said, we're going to make a film that is kind of like making The Dark Knight after you've watched Batman 66. <laughs> because it's kind of like saying, like, we're going to take this this world and this environment, we're going to make it a little bit more realistic, but we kind of want to shove some fun in there, so we'll have some musical numbers and things like that. But the tone of the film is different. It's more of a live-action tone, even though it is a CG fest. And I don't think that that works quite as well as telling a completely different story. Um, and I don't think it works as well in the context of the Jungle Book because the Jungle Book was beloved for the fact that it was so fun. That was what was so interesting about the Jungle Book to begin with. It had all the same lessons, but it also had a lot more fun associated with it than the live-action remake. So that's the only rebuttal I'd come up with there. Okay. All right. That was good and not too mean, by the way. So. <laughs> Thank you. I try not to be mean too much. <laughs> Sometimes I get too mean. I by think you mistake. just calm down because you have the most points right now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I took a breath. Actually, that doesn't matter. I forgot to say the points are out the window here. Whoever wins this wins it. Right. Yeah, so. yeah. There's no prior points. Yeah. The points don't matter. You're, you're not behind in any way right now. Yeah. All right. It's head to head. So um, I have my decision. But before I reveal it, I want to know what Sandra thinks. So, Well, if... I think Jay literally opened with the comparison to the animated feature. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, what are we doing here, Jay? That's true. And, and it kind of <laughs> felt like he was ripping on his own movie by saying <clears throat> it should have been called Jasmine. Um, you know, I, I, think, I think Brian knocked it out of the park, man. It's true. Jay did open with a direct <laughs> comparison to the animated film <laughs> in order to answer a question that was supposed to ignore the animated film. <laughs> he did open with that. But he also middled with it and ended with it. So, yes, Brian's going to win the point. <laughs> <laughs> See? So, uh, lesson learned, kitties. Never prepare for anything. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just go through life unprepared yes. and you'll be better off. So, no, it's true, though. I mean, the, the goal of, if I communicated the question properly, the goal was to ignore the animated film. And you definitely didn't do that. No, I did not do that. And Brian mentioned the animated film once, but the rest of his arguments yeah. were about the story of, of the live-action version of The Jungle Book. So True. Very true. According to the Story Geeks, the best live-action remake from Disney is The Jungle Book. Well done, Brian. Uh, Thank you. The Brian takes, takes the home day. the belt. Wow. <laughs> yes, I have a belt. Yes, well, <laughs> it's an imaginary belt. 
Yes. But yeah. I'm going to go buy a real one. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Good we job. We don't have the Thank live you. action remake of the belt yet. No, we don't. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need, yeah. I'll draw you an animated belt. And All right. Take that home. <laughs> oh, don't refer to it, Jay. <laughs> I won't refer to it when I answer the question. <laughs> so there you have it, folks. Well done, Brian. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah. You learned you were going to do this episode about three and a half hours ago, and you came in and you won it. That's right. It's impressive. Right. I had a decent drive here, so... I think <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually, driving home from work after I knew I was coming here, I actually was listening to the score for The Jungle Book to kind of help get me a little bit hyped for <laughs> Oh, it. hyped? Yeah. Oh, dude. Wow. I should have done that. I should have done that. Cool. Well, um, we're going to wrap this one up here. Um, but before we do that, two things real quickly. First of all, Brian, remind everybody where they can find you online and all that good stuff. Yeah, uh... Instagram's probably the best place at Brian Walter 85. And that's Brian with the Y. Cool. 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 And then the other thing I'm going to say is sometimes on these shows, when we argue for movies, we don't really believe in what we're arguing for <laughs> and they may not be our true favorites. It's true. None of you know what my favorite live action remake is. True. So stick around for the aftercast to find out what mine is. And if any of the people around the table here, were actually telling the truth. So. That's right. Ooh. Were we telling the truth or not? What is the <laughs> truth? Listen to the aftercast. So check it out. Well, that's it for today's show. Special thanks again to Disney superfan Brian Walter for joining us. This is the final episode in our Disney series. Check out last week's episode. We did a dig deeper on Inside Out. Coming up next week, we're actually going to be on a break, but then we're headed to our horror series, and we promise it will be just the right amount of spoopy for you. So be sure to check that out. Subscribe on your preferred podcast provider to make sure you don't miss any upcoming shows. And if you enjoy the Story Geeks podcast, please share our show with a geek friend or review the Story Geeks podcast on Apple Podcasts. We're going to start recording our aftercast, so I hope you'll join us for that as well. We'll be talking about all of these choices Daryl's favorite live action remake and some surprise favorites. Get more information on our aftercast and all other content over at thestorygeeks.com. Thank you for listening. And as always, question everything in your favorite geek stories and always seek the truth. Special thanks to these amazing people who helped us produce the Story Geeks podcast by supporting us on Patreon. Anthony Holder, Adam Vargas, Bob Sherfield, Brianna, Bryce Cox, Connie Moe, Jim and Mary Baldwin, Joshua Beckham, Jeremy and Kimberly Lujeau, Julian Armstrong, Monty Thigpen, Nathan Miller, Nick Prokop, Ray DeLeon, Sean R. Reed, and Wade Johnson. To gain access to our aftercast and unlock more Patreon awards, or just to support the show, please head over to thestorygeeks.com for more information.